Hello, welcome to Harmony UK podcast. And for this eighth edition, I've finally taken their advice. Go to Hull, they said. At least I think that's what they said. Anyway, here I am in Hull, Britain's City of Culture 2017, on a quest for barbershop harmony. Join me as we head to the university to meet a brand new barbershop and a cappella society. We rehearse uh, with a mixed chorus, so we have tried a couple of normal choiry sort of pieces, and then we've also tried some barbershop pieces. The harmony is definitely when we get something right and we all sort of stand in a circle and you hear it and you know it like immediately when it's right and that's just that's perfect. Also in this podcast, May is convention month for Sweet Adeline's Region 31 and for Babs. We'll be looking ahead to a couple of very exciting weekends in Newcastle and Bournemouth. And is this British Barbershop's most ambitious convention story ever? Richard just stood there and in, that, in one of those silent moments of discussing next year, he just went, what if we finish the story? And there was just this pause by the other two of us of just, oh. <laughs> the grand central chorus is Scarecrow from Oz, whose epic tale spanned not one, but two years. All that to come, but as promised, we begin in the great East Yorkshire seaport city of Kingston-upon-Hull. Hull has no shortage of cultural icons. The actors Maureen Lipman, Sir Tom Courtney and John Alderton all grew up here. Guitarist Mick Ronson and the 80s band The House Martins are among Hull's gifts to popular music. The poets Roger McGough and Philip Larkin worked together at Hull University. And the film director Anthony Minghella learned his craft there too. But until last September, Britain's City of Culture, a city of 300,000 people, had no barbershop chorus. Well, once more, members of Hull University have stepped forward to fill the breach, and that's where we're headed now. Over the top of that. I have often dreamed of a far off. It's a Friday evening, and we're in a seminar room at the university building named after Philip Larkin. Around me, about 20 men and women have just started to learn the song Go the Distance from the Disney film Hercules. And they've kindly let me join in with the basses. The chorus director is final year student Jack Bridges. Yes, I am the president. I'm the founder. I've wanted to do this since I started uni, but I've been very lazy. But finally, I got some of my friends chiving me along, and we actually got it started in October last year. Have you sung elsewhere before? I mean, what was it that got you interested in barbershop in the first place? Actually, I, I'm, part, I'm a member of the Cotton Town Chorus, the Bolton Barbershop Chorus. And that's just in a, a, a youth choir that I used to sing in. One of the gentlemen who led that, he was also he was the assistant director of the Cotton Town Chorus. So he asked me to come along just to rehearsal and try it out, which was when I was about 13. And I've just been obsessed with it since then, really, as these guys can attest to. So how many people then? I mean, there are about 15 or 16 of you around at the moment. Who had actually heard of Barbershop before Jack brought this up? What's your name? Uh, Rowana. Um, 
my parents uh, got involved with barbershop and my grandparents both did as well. So my mom was actually pretty pleased when she found out I was doing it. She was like, oh yeah, we, I used to do it too and started talking to me a lot about it. <laughs> <laughs> and who had never heard of barbershop? Who'd never seen it or, or hadn't got a clue what it was? Just me, apparently. Just you? <laughs> yeah, just your me. Your name is? Samuel Malone. So what was it that brought you along here? I mean, you, you, you were obviously stepping into the unknown when you first arrived. Well, um... I was part of the Performing Arts Society with Jack last year when he was still getting signatures for his Barbasol Quartet and he was, uh, we'd done a variety show where his, he'd asked for me to um, stand in for, as one of the bases and it was like, did you enjoy that? And I was like, oh, it was alright. And he was like, well, do you want to come along to my house every week we rehearse it and uh, see if you want to do a bit more? And that's just what kicked it off, really. So tell us a bit about what you do from week to week. Who's, who, who wants to... We have a rehearsal every Friday for two hours. The first hour we rehearse uh, with a mixed chorus. So we have tried a couple of normal choiry sort of pieces and then we've also tried some barbershop pieces. And then we split off in the second hour and we rehearse separate boys and girls. And I lead the girls and Jack and Michael lead the boys and we rehearse uh, barbershop songs. And your name's Grace, isn't Grace, it? Grace, yeah. Okay. And, and which, which of those songs, I mean, what sort of style do you prefer? I personally like the barbershop stuff, mainly because Jack has kind of mm, slightly forced me to <laughs> enjoy barbershop. But I, I did it at school as well, so I was kind of used to it before. Um, I don't really know about the other girls and boys what they sort of prefer but we've done a couple of um barbershop arrangements of more popular songs at the moment we're doing hey soul sister um as the girls so we do it all different ranges of music really trying to get the biggest range of music that we can and you got aretha franklin's i say a little prayer for you on your uh, on your your facebook page yes we have people are slightly sick of that one at the moment (laughs) we we have done that one to death (laughs) because it it sounds so good when we get it right so we we kind of pull that one out every gig So can I ask you, what, what is it about Barbershop that appeals? What keeps you coming back week to week? So, my, my name's Jack. I was originally sort of part of Performing Arts is where I met most of these, these people. Um, and it's just been able to focus on the, the singing side of things. And it's just fantastic. And we, we do come along every, like, every week and it seems like there is a, an improvement. Um, and after a semester of doing it and we have uh, a full sort of set at the end of it, it's a real like nice achievement at the end of a semester along with the harmonies definitely um, just because there's like an instant gratification when we get something right and we all sort of stand in a circle and you hear it and you know it like immediately when it's right and that's just that's perfect. Isn't there a problem, though, fitting all this in around actual, I hate to use the word, but work? (laughs) I'm Sophie. Um, It's a good way to relax. Like, I'm writing my dissertation at the moment, and it's a really good way to just chill out and kind of put that out of your mind for a couple of hours and then enjoy singing. 
which for me is needed right now. <laughs> but it's a bit difficult, isn't it? Because I, I noticed with the range there were people swapping about from lead to baritone and uh, oh. somebody couldn't, couldn't quite manage the, the, the lowest bass note, which I couldn't manage either, so I don't blame you. Um, <laughs> that's, it, that's a new thing. We're, we're still getting a feel for how we put a mixed chorus together because mixed barbershop is a new thing. Like men's barbershop has been around since the 1800s and ladies' barbershop has been around for a long time as well. But mixing voices and getting them to sing barbershop is a new thing because it's not just like a soprano alto tenor bass setup so you need to find where everyone's ranges are and like cherry pick for who to go where so we're still because we're only a year young we're still in the process of finding out where where to put ben <laughs> uh, where to put where to put everyone who hasn't quite found where their voice sits yet so it's still trial and error i think but we're getting there can i ask you all about that because Mixed voice barbershop, as, as Jack was saying, is quite new, and most of the other choruses out there are either all male or all female. Is is being part of a mixed group important? Yes, I think so. My name's Tashar. I think it does matter. Typically, when you'd see sort of the average barbershop quartet or group, you wouldn't have as wide of a range of uh, voices. Uh, we were talking about the group Vocal Spectrum earlier, which had a massive range. That was a male quartet. I think they're kind of the outlier here. To have that sort of full range, you do kind of need both uh, guys and girls for each group. Well, I was just thinking that, like, again, on the range thing, it's better if, like, if people are seeing barbershop around on social media and stuff and they see mixed choruses, it makes it more inclusive. People are more likely to look at that and think, hey, I can do that. Whereas, you know, if, if you might be a girl watching social media and you see male barbershop chorus, it's not as obvious that you can join in and that you can actually do that. So it's nice to see mixed people doing it. Are you not interested in, in competition, which is the other thing that so many barbershop choruses are interested in? Because there is a mixed chorus competition, but I think it's probably right in the middle of your exams, isn't it, Jack? Yeah, so this is uh, uh, just before Christmas when we were like finally getting cohesion and getting like singing as a group. I pitched the idea to them that we could enter because in this May coming is the second ever British mixed barbershop chorus contest. And... Um, we all thought that would be a really fun thing to do if we learned two songs and we went and competed and got our names out there. It'd be brilliant. The The reason we aren't going to do it this year, and um, as, as a sidebar, I'm going to make sure that next year's committee definitely consider doing it next year, guys. Uh, the reason we haven't done this year is A, because, yeah, it does fall right in the middle of exams, and B, because it's all the way in Bournemouth. Because it falls right in the middle of exams, we can't spare two or three days to go all the way down to Bournemouth to stay in a hotel, to put all that work in at that time when it's it's going to take up so much time that we need for our exams. But if it's closer, if it's more accessible, then it is definitely something that we could do. And it's something we want to do, I think. Chorus director Jack Bridges, who tells me that he'd like to see the Hull University Chorus compete in 2018 when the Mixed Voice Chorus, hosted by the British Association of Barbershop Singers, returns north to Harrogate. We'll hear more from Hull before the end of this podcast, but for now, let's turn our attention to one of two big barbershop conventions which happened during May 2017. On the weekend of May the 14th, singers from Sweet Adeline's Region 31 will gather at the Sage in Gateshead for a weekend of song, competition, education and camaraderie, which brings together singers from choruses and quartets in England, Scotland, Wales and the Netherlands. We'll hear from one of the organisers, Alison Cheney, in just a moment, but what makes this year perhaps even more exciting than usual for members of the Quartet of Nations is that they'll be joined by a quartet renowned not only for its superb harmonies, but for its sharp sense of humour. So, 
Part of the problem was trying to find the perfect solo to suit Debbie's personalities. Diamond has many facets. That's what makes it sparkle, Nancy. Just moved in to 14G. So cozy, calm, and peaceful. Heaven for a mouse like me. With quiet by the peaceful. Pets are banned, parties too, and no solicitations. A window seat with garden view. A perfect nook to read a book. I'm lost in my Jane Austen when I hear Say it isn't so Not the flat From an opera one-up D In 13G I'm at name some cantata Wagner's ring and traviata Well, the most exciting news is that we've got the buzz coming over to our convention. Uh, when we heard that the buzz were doing their final couple of years, I mean, they're doing a, they're doing a, a sort of farewell tour, we got in touch with them straight away and asked if they could come over and sing on our show and do lots of other things like MC, be the webcasters. I mean, we've got them working really hard, actually, and they're, they're doing education sessions on the Sunday morning as well. Uh, so it's, it's just going to be fantastic to see them. They're going to be headlining our show and just being there, you know, just, just to cheer everybody on and help out wherever they can. So and we're very excited about that. And for anybody who hasn't come across them, they are a very big deal about us, aren't they? They are. Uh, they were the 2004, I think it was, 2004 Queens of Harmony. And uh, they're, they're certainly one of my favourite all-time quartets. Uh, they're just wonderful. And they, they have such amazing educa educators within that quartet too so you know they're, they're a real a real draw education's one of the really big things isn't it in, in in sweet adeline you put a lot of store by that it is yes and in fact the sunday morning education session is one of our features of convention we've been doing it now for oh as long as i've been involved in sweet adeline which is 20 years this year um, and so it always starts about half past nine on the Sunday morning. People turn up quite bleary-eyed after a night of partying, but it's always worth it. We have uh, often the judges do the educating, or if, if we've got any visiting quartets, they'll, uh, they'll do the educating. Or we, we use some of our um, in-house talent from Region 31 as well. As with Babs and Labs, of course, you have a quartet contest, you have a, a chorus contest, but your scoring is, is slightly different, isn't it? And I, I've, I've always quite <laughs> wondered what the difference is. Would you, would you like to take a, a, a couple of minutes to, to explain it to ignoramuses Absolutely. like me? Absolutely, yes. Uh, and like Labs and Babs, which go on percentages, um, our convention scores are numerical. Um, so typically, each judge has 100 points to allocate per song, so the total number of points would be 800. We have four judges in Sweet Adeline's uh, music, sound, showmanship, and um, 
expression. So we have we actually have four judge, judging categories. Um, so the, the the total score is out of eight hundred, and so uh, six, scoring about six hundred, any, anything between six hundred and seven hundred or or beyond, which would be amazing if anybody from Reason Thirty One ever got beyond seven hundred, is always the, the the kind of thing that we aim for. Um, last year, Fourth Valley Chorus uh, scored. 694 um, in the chorus competition, which was the highest ever score for a chorus in our region, which uh, which we were absolutely excited about. And they go to Las Vegas uh, this year to compete in the international contest. And they're you know they've got a fantastically good chance of getting into the top ten, which would be wonderful for our for our region. Our, our region's just you know, the, the, the standards just going up every single year. So, you know, we're very excited about that. So, um, I suppose the 600 out of 800 equates to about 75% within Labs and Babs. But typically, I mean, the, the, the winning chorus will probably score around about 6, 660, 670, something like that, which, which is getting on to the over 80%, isn't it? 80, probably 83, 84%. And of course, we can all watch uh, on your webcast, can't we? The uh, the, the you competitions. You can indeed. Yes, the webcast, the quartet contest, will be starting about three o'clock on the Friday, um, and the chorus contest will start at I think it's at half past eleven. Yes, it is half past eleven on the Saturday. Um, and so, just go onto the Sweet Adeline's uh, Region Thirty One website, and you'll have all the details there. We're, we're actually asking for donations rather than charging uh, per view. So uh, we're, we're asking for a, a minimum donation of about a fiver for each each session. So, uh, yeah, and the, the stand, we did it last year for the first time. Uh, the stage staff were, were really helpful um, in setting it up, and the quality was wonderful. It was it was really good. I can vouch for that. It was tremendous to watch, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was fabulous. And this year we've gone one step further in that we've got a webcast team. We're going to interview the competitors as they come off stage and generally tell you lots of information about the competitors, just like they do at International. So we're, we're very excited about that. And, and uh, members of the Buzz are going to be on that webcast team, as well as some of our own uh, members. So no need to miss even a minute of what will be a wonderful weekend. To those who will be there in person at Gateshead, you are very lucky. Have a great time and the best of luck to all competitors. Let's hear a little more now from the buzz about the perils of urban living. I'm not one to raise my voice, make a fuss or speak my mind, but my I query, would you mind if, could you Stop. 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 Stop.
The girl in 14G, sung by Nancy, Debbie, Karen and Jeannie. Alas, set to retire soon, but they still have a great website where you can find out all about them and buy their recordings too. The address, thebuzzquartet.com. A reminder you're listening to Harmony UK Podcast, where I'm always very keen to receive your feedback and suggestions. If you do have ideas for features for the podcast or thoughts about uh, what you hear or how the podcast could be improved, then please do let me know. Uh, you can email harmonyukpod at gmail.com, tweet at harmonyukpod, or leave a message on the Harmony UK Podcast Facebook page. Now, May is also convention month for Babs. Around 2,500 people will be gathering in Bournemouth at the end of the month. More on that coming up shortly. But the past two conventions have seen an epic story unfolding on the risers during the men's chorus competition, and all based around one classic tale, The Wizard of Oz. When all the world is a hopeless jumble The men of Grand Central Chorus in Nottinghamshire were the start of a story which took them two years to complete. But if lyrics about raindrops and a magic lake had left you expecting to hear somewhere over the rainbow, well, you'd have had a very long time to wait, indeed. Zach Bull's Grand Central Chorus director and in-house arranger takes up the story. Wizard of Oz is such a well-known film. It was just a thought, you know, that there's such good songs. I mean, Over the Rainbow has been used for years in contests as a ballad. I think Grand Central were one of the first ones to actually use it in contest back in 2001, maybe even earlier. But it's such a well-known thing. And the so because the songs are from that fantastic era of, of American cinema, they really suit Barbershop. Not proper barbershop. They, they suit the old school, that the old feel of barbershop, that old style. When you sing it, like we're singing a polecat, when you're singing those traditional, the traditional songs, really the old songs. So to do that, but to hang on, think, hang on a minute. But we don't have a Dorothy. We can't bring on a Yellow Brick Road. We can't build an Emerald City. Making people look like Munchkins is a little bit too strange. Um, so to, to pull off that, you know, me as Dorothy, we were, you know, wearing black trousers, but red shoes a shirt in the style of the one she would have worn and red braces and that's it you know I've got a beard as well so it's very clear I wasn't Dorothy but just setting that scene you know using Over the Rainbow because especially because as I said Over the Rainbow had been used for many years by barbershop choruses as a ballad but to then get to the punchline of Somewhere Over the Rainbow then you don't you go follow the yellow brick road it took a lot by surprise it certainly took the judges by surprise which is the intention so to take that story and make it translate to a barbershop stage and then with the fantastic arrangement by Clay Hine of um, Holy Out of Brain as a ballad it was the perfect opportunity to show a different side of the story, you know, Scarecrow being forgetful, but that frustration of he wants to remember, he, you know, he wants to be good enough kind of thing. So we were able to tell that story, which was brilliant, and then it gave us a unique position to make then the following contest package about him.
we left him on stage in that scarecrow silhouette pose as we walked off stage with it that year when we got bronze and then that's how we started this year you know, we, we had him in the same place he was like he'd never left but we were there not in you know I was no longer Dorothy Lion was gone we were just a chorus but he was still stuck in that so we, we were able to repeat he had a brain but bring it much more meaning now the frustration was greater the angst was greater What if he did have a brain? He would know that Oz was nothing but a fantasy. But hope, true hope, lives in the world of reality. And sometimes, like Dorothy, we have to go over our own rainbow simply to belong. stage it's a very surreal lyrics obviously it's a very strange thing to do as a contest song um, but to go actually no we can we can find our own meaning for this song and make it work for his transition so throughout the whole song he starts to, at the start he starts to shred his straw and then the, the point when you get to the, the, the riff everyone knows from the from from Elton John's song of da 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 ah, ha, 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 way up in the tenor range he's the the, the jeans, the, the the ripped jeans come off, and he's wearing our chorus gear. The, the shirt comes off, and he's wearing our shirt. He's just missing. He's still got the hat on. He's missing our jacket. So it was. It's that journey of hope, really. You know, it's so much like I said before about the story. Now, we've got a story. Everyone can relate to this. You know, yeah, I can make it. I'm, I'm bogged down by um, that the dogs that the um, dogs of society howl. You know, as it says in the song, I'm bog. I'm not going to let these people. You know, um, tell me what to do anymore. 
goodbye Elibit Road, I'm leaving it behind, I'm going to a better place. So for us it was just per- it was the perfect message for the Scarecrow in this modern age to, to do this and you know I gave him as, as director as well to give him my jacket so that when the, he, he cut off the whole song by throwing his hat into the audience you know so that snapshot ending was him becoming being accepted he, he, he'd found he'd got he'd got out of Oz and he was back where he belonged with the core core yes yeah, quite, quite a deep song for some for a song that when you just look at the words you wonder what on earth he was thinking <laughs> potentially you know it's very strange lyrics you know It's an incredibly ambitious thing to do as well to have a to have a story which which is to be continued from one convention to the next. Did, did you plan it that way? Uh, no, 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 we didn't. We we did the Wizard of Oz thing back in two thousand and ooh, fifteen must have been, and it went far better than we ever hoped. The audience really took to it. We were surprised at just how much people loved it because it was different. You know, it, it, it did stand out, it still does, but. Uh, we, we were there literally over, over a few beers it was about literally must have been four or five hours after the results and I'm stood there with two of the members of my chorus Mark Burnip and Richard Curtis who between the three of us with the arranging team you've got a guy that could doesn't mind pushing the boundaries a little bit you've got a guy who's proper old school and just wants barbershop and you've got me in the middle so I kind of collate their ideas and mould it to something and then I send it out and then he tweaks it he tweaks it and then I take the bits I like from both of them with some of my ideas and, and we get an arrangement but Richard just stood there and in that in one of those silent moments of discussing next year he just went what if we finish the story and there was just this pause by the other two of us of just oh <laughs> it, it really was like oh what an idea and it was like I mean the intention wasn't to do Brain again actually but it, there was another song we'd got lined up but we found that it didn't suit the barbershop style on contest, it didn't. Tra- it wasn't going to translate very well, so it worked out well actually to reinforce brain to set the scene of the scarecrow still being stuck in this place, and then to transition. And good, I mean that night, "Goodbye Little Bit Road" was mentioned purely for the lyric. For that lyric, we didn't know the rest of the words well enough, so you know it was straight away research. Let's see what this can bring. Then it was oh, actually we could use "Over the Rainbow" as an intro, because the the audience when we won bronze they weren't given that opportunity by us, you know, we, we never actually sang Somewhere Over the Rainbow and people were expecting it. So it was quite nice to let the audience feel a sense of relief that we finally did it, almost, <laughs> as, as well. Babs 2017 in Bournemouth, the convention coming up at the end of May. Are we going to see part three? of Yellow Brick Road and Wizard of Oz or are you doing something different this year? It is something different. It's a brand new story. A bit of My Fair Lady, basically. Just a brand new setting, brand new feel, different message. Um, just a different story altogether, all, all really, within both songs. So um, it's going to be fun sharing that with the audience and seeing if you know our unique way of, of expressing songs and in performing songs and staging songs to see if the audience are willing to accept a new story. Hope perhaps. Yep, 
third in 2015, second last year. I wonder what 2017's convention holds in store for the Grand Central Chorus. Many thanks to Zach Bulls for taking us behind the scenes on that epic journey back from Oz. I took the opportunity to talk to Zach when he came with us at Capital Chorus to provide a weekend of very inspiring coaching. Uh, Zach still sings from time to time with a quartet that you'll either know as Monkey Magic, uh, the name under which they won a Babs Gold medal, or the Great British Barbershop Boys, the name under which they cut a major record deal with Sony and appeared on some of the nation's top TV shows. Uh, Zach had some fascinating insights into what happens when barbershoppers brush with the high-pressure worlds of celebrity and the record industry. And the interview really does deserve a separate feature of its own, a kind of um, podcast supplement, if you like. I'll try to put that together in the next few weeks, so if you check back with our SoundCloud or Facebook pages by the end of May, I hope. By then, it'll be there. Now to Babs 2017. The highlights in just a moment from Derek Parmenter, who organises the convention. He's garnered two headline ensembles this year to perform for UK Barbershop's biggest annual gathering in Bournemouth. The quartet Lemon Squeezy is one, and here they are. I think about you day and night It's only right to think about the girl you love And hold her tight, so happy together If I should call you up, invest the dime And you say you belong to me And it's my mind, imagine how the world will be So very fine, so happy together well, the highlights this year, uh, we have uh, uh, some superb uh, guest artists appearing with us for the very first time. The King Singers, internationally renowned um, uh, ensemble. And we have our barbershop headline guest, Lemon Squeezy. They're four young guys from Stockholm, Sweden. Uh, they placed uh, second place at the uh, Barbershop Harmony Society's uh, international contest last year. And uh, they're kind of just the the, the the current thing in barbershop, I guess, is the easy way. Their, their vitality, their youth, their enthusiasm is everything us older guys wish we had been at their age and still aspire to try and be now. <laughs> and the, the, the King Singers, of course, known throughout the world. The, that must be a real feather in your cap to attract them to a Babs convention. Absolutely. It's been something uh, we have had in the pipeline for some time and uh, diary clashes don't always allow these things. As you say, they're an internationally acclaimed uh, ensemble, uh, very busy. Uh, I believe they're in um, China at the moment, uh, but we're delighted to have them with us. They're only with us for the day, but uh, that's, that's better than not having them at all. <laughs>
folks have a, a, a wide range of, uh, of, of choral music in their repertoire. Is this a sign of Babs perhaps reaching out? Because we've sometimes been accused of being a bit insular at barbershop, particularly at barbershop conventions where we all sing to each other. Is this a, a, an attempt to reach out to the wider musical fraternity? Well, it is, yes. I mean, hopefully it's something that uh, whilst our, all our events are open to the general public, uh, you're quite right, in the past have been very much focused on barbershop um, as as you would expect for a barbershop event, uh, that that has been the core of the activity there. Hopefully, um, by bringing uh, a guest artist like the King Singers, that might appeal to a wider general public audience, um, but let's see, let's see who turns up and hopefully they'll be just as uh, surprised by the barbershop that they see on the day uh, in, in addition to uh, the King Singers that they're probably a bit more familiar with. There are a few new things, aren't there? Last year, for example, we, we saw the debut of the uh, uh, the mixed chorus competition. I gather that's back. It's back this year, yeah. It's, a, it's again on Monday morning. Um, it's, it's, again, a, a new event, something that we're trying to do to appeal to those that perhaps want to involve their partners or, or perhaps a, a different type of singer that are more used to singing as a mixed uh, choral group rather than just single-voiced um, choruses. We had about half a dozen entries last time. How are you doing at the moment for, for choruses um, we're, taking part? We're on a very similar number. It's, it's a slow burn, a slow start, but hopefully as it grows in popularity year on year in, uh, it will, will build a, a reputation for, the, for hosting uh, a good mix event as well. One of the other talking points, uh, the presentation category for judging uh, music singing and presentation it used to be, it's now music singing and performance. Does does that make much difference to those who are appearing on stage? Yeah, well, it's a subtle difference. With, with, uh, in our uh, training and education programmes for chorus directors this year, we had two uh, guests from Toronto Northern Lights, one of the guys who actually scripted the new performance category and uh, the course director from the Toronto Northern Lights and we worked very much on performance and the subtle differences of what that means in kind of an environment that we've kind of got used to singing and uh, using what we thought was performance choreographed moves. This is more about getting a natural emotion from the music and, and from the overall performance. So, so it's more about it being let's say, nat- more natural rather than staged in, in the way that it perhaps has been in the past. And one final question to you. If, if, if somebody's listening to this who, who's about to go to their first convention, what would be your single most important piece of advice to them? Gosh, that, that, that's a, a big question. I think the single most piece of advice I would have for them is um, sleep well before you arrive because... From the moment you arrive, you, the, the time will fly by so fast. There's so much happening, so much friendship, so much warmth in what's going on. Your, your time will disappear very fast in front of you. Derek Parmenter from Babs, which for the first time this year will be offering a video-on-demand service for those who are unable to make it in person to the convention. For the moment, it'll be a catch-up service rather than a live stream. More details will appear on the BABS convention website.
Well, I did say that we'd return to Hull before the end of the podcast, where, since they formed last October, members of the university's barbershop and a cappella society have become a regular feature singing on campus, particularly in the bar. But, of course, Hull is also the UK city of culture for 2017. So they've been out putting barbershop on the city's cultural map. Let's hear from one of the student singers, Charlotte. There was a, a food festival in the city centre and we performed there as a, a group. It was, I think in the, the paper described it as 10,000 people showed up throughout the day. Fantastic. So we must have got at least maybe 1,000 maybe, I don't know. Um, and what was the reaction like from them? Um, it seemed pretty good. We got an applause at the end, which is always a good sign. Um, new experience singing for like more people than just like singing on campus. Also, in an outside environment, we realised we we have to kind of um, change our set a little bit because we wanted to do um, "There Goes My Heart," which we need to hear each other really well to be able to do. And we realised that actually in that environment, it wouldn't work at all because we wouldn't be able to hear each other so it it taught us a lot of things and also i think it introduced people in the center of Hull to a new variety of music which i think is really important especially in the city of culture do you think that being the city of culture has made them more receptive to to, to new experiences oh definitely i don't think the people of Hull would have really stopped to listen before being city of culture but there's so many new things going on in the city that i don't think they, they could really not stop and listen to us and experience something new. Can I ask two, two more things? Because there are other university barbershop and acapella societies. I know Manchester's got one, Bristol has one, I think Bath has one. Is there any kind of um, mixing of ideas or do you share anything at all with, with, with other university groups? Uh, not with university groups, yeah. As a new society, we've got so much stuff to do just to get off the ground. But that is definitely something that we would like to do as like because it's a new thing it is all the more important to start networking like like you say there's only about three or four universities across the country that have dedicated barbershop and acapella like societies that do this kind of thing on a regular basis and so it is going to be quite important if we want to get this art form out to more people to like start building a network like that with bath and with manchester manchester i know is really big on it and so it would be really good to start making contacts and start like you say, sharing ideas with them. Is there anything that the the main barbershop organisations, Babs or Labs or, or Sweet Adelines, could do to help you? Oh, well, Babs have already helped us out a ton. I, I got in touch with Colin Roper, um, the director of Babs, when I was starting this up, when it was still just about 12 signatures on a piece of paper, back in May or June of last year. And I sent an email to him just saying, I want to start this up, and I just if you've, if you've got any advice on what to do. And he came back and he said, here's a, here's a long list of points, things you should do, things you should look at, things you should do, and also we'll send you 200 quid to get started. And that has been really, really helpful in getting publicity material, getting like getting ourselves out there, getting ourselves onto social media, all the stuff that we need to let people know that this is happening. So, like, and Babs have been really, really helpful. And I, they have told us that they still want to help as much as they can. And I think, I have we haven't even been in contact with Labs yet or anyone else, but I'm they just advice and just letting us know how to get people in because the more people you have in a group like this the more you can do and so just recruitment and getting our name out there is the is the main thing we need and one final question this is for everybody really because it strikes me that you're probably 
for any city in England, the youngest group of people representing barbershop that there is, because the average barbershopper being about 59, 60, would love to know how to interest younger people in this. Is, is there anything that you can, you, you can suggest from the way that you, you got interested yourselves? Maybe having the arrangements of pop songs can draw people in, and then when they decide they like it, then they're more interested in the kind of traditional barbershop songs. So update the repertoire a bit. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Anybody else? Um, I first uh, heard about like acapella through Pitch Perfect, and that just really like sparked my interest and really wanted to do it. Um, so maybe seeing it more in films, TV, things like that. Social media in general has been really helpful. Like you'll always see posts of like barbershop groups singing mashups of Disney and things like that and that really kind of gets people's enthusiasm going um, It's kind of linked to Emma's point but uh, maybe like do barbershop mashups of popular culture and stuff like we did Go the Distance just now from um, Disney's Hercules so um, Disney has a really good repertoire of songs that could be um, adapted to make barbershops versions of them which would probably get younger but not <laughs> young viewers interested in them Yes, perhaps we'll all have to brush up on our social media skills if Barbershop is to attract a new generation. My thanks to everyone from the Hull University Barbershop and Acapella Society for such a warm welcome, and to everyone else who kindly contributed to this uh, Steam Radio-style podcast, especially, of course, to you for listening. Well, let's play out with another song from the student barbershoppers in Hull. This is Sitting on Top of the World. From me, John Beasley, till the next time, keep the whole world singing... Thanks for listening, and bye-bye. I'm sitting on top of the world, rolling along, rolling along. I'm quitting